0: Dear Lord, thank you. Another opportunity. Thank you for such a blessing and such an honor. Uh, we don't take this for granted, and we appreciate you so much for trusting us with your word. Thank you, Lord, for helping us deliver your kingdom message to the people. We praise you for that, and we magnify you, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody said, the power, power, the kingdom man. Say, the power, power. the kingdom man. Now, this is important, extremely important. Um, I, want to, uh, I want to preface this by saying that everybody uh, need to understand who you are and that you are a target of Satan. So Satan's mission is to tear you down, destroy you, and just rip you apart, break your self-esteem, make you think you're nobody, uh, so you act like you're nobody. But you've got to understand who you are and why God created you. And it's important for you to understand that because if we miss that, we miss it all, right? And so as we go through today, uh, I hope when you walk away today, you know who you are in Christ. And the beauty of it is, is God means business. And he wanted Satan to know, I mean business, right? And his whole mission is when he created this earth, uh, this colony called Earth, uh, that he intended for man to run this thing and run it in connection with him, and with the power of heaven back in it, right? But the thing that's important that we have to understand, in order for us to have that power, there is a relationship between the way we live, right, and our connection to heaven, right? It's important the way we live and our connection to heaven. And we have to understand that God is in control with all the technology and all the things that's going on and all the research right? There's something, man, they cannot figure out. They cannot figure out what is it, this black thing that's out there in space that we just can't dominate and can't control. Well, what it is, is really God letting them know that I've run this show. I've been running this thing, man, before you ever got here. Man, always, always think they can outsmart God, they, because they're birthed. But what we don't understand is that God created us, right? God created us in his image. Now, Now, keep this in mind, He's not talking about uh, your physical image. He's talking about the spiritual part. And so we're going to talk about that. And then, so I hope you get an understanding. So I'm going to walk you through this thing. Right? Now, in Genesis chapter 1, I want you to hear me well. Genesis chapter 1. Now, you've got to hear this. All right? It says, then God said something. Now, understand what God wanted to do. all right? Now, remember that he had created earth, this colony called Earth. So then God is having a conversation in heaven. And in this conversation, he thinks about what am I going to do and what's my plan for this place, man, called earth, right? So he says, what is my plan? What is my agenda? So he's having a conversation uh, with the Trinity, and he's talking, and so he decides that he wants to create a species, then I'm going to give them power, and then I'm going to run this thing, and I'm going to run this colony, Uh, uh, in connection with me. But I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm going to run it from heaven. right? But I'm going to run it through them. So they got to stay connected to me. Everybody connected to the power source. Everybody said stay connected connected. to the power source. So he said then God said let us. He made the decision. He made a decision. Right? He said let us make mankind in our image. Right? In our likeness. Right? Now I want to preface, I was in Dr. a uh, 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 service this morning, and it was interesting, and he was talking, and I was listening to his message, and he said, when you read uh, Exodus, like the 20th chapter, God says never, ever, he doesn't ever want you to make anything, anything, any kind of images. He didn't make what the image was. He said, no image, none. and worship, no image, right? So you knew you was not talking about physical, man. And he brought something out I thought it was very interesting, Uh, that that a lot of times, man, we in society... Well, let me get to... I'm going to get to it, right? Everybody get to it, Pastor. I'm I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm going to drive down that street in a few minutes, but let me finish this, all right? He says, in our likeness, he says, so that they... Now, watch this here. So that they, you all, may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock, all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground, that right, this is his kingdom agenda, right? This is his kingdom agenda. He wants us to have dominion over everything in the earth, man, but not people, all right? Now, we can't, not, we can't have dominion over each other, never each other. Now, I know we want to do it, and that's what we mess up at, when we want to control, but everybody got inside of them a rebellion spirit, Whenever you try to control them, man, that spirit will rise up in them and they will rebel against you. And the reason why is because God never intended for you to have power over another human being. Right. Now, uh, even when you get married. Right. And and people tell you, I'm the head and all this. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute when we get done. All right. Now, so he tells you right now. Everything that we're supposed to have dominion. So this, this is good now. He wanted us in charge. All right. And now remember that he created you. Now imagine this. God gave you his image. All right. And now here's what he says in different. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right? So, 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 understand, he created them. Now, this is, this is important, right? Because we're going to miss it because a lot of times, man, we live in beneath our privilege. We don't know who we are, right? And we don't realize, man, that I'm somebody, man, because God, listen, I don't care what you say about me, I know who I am. But if you don't know who you are, right, you always going to operate, man, Uh, in the inferiority position, right? So now he goes on and says this in verse 28. So God blessed them, and then he said to them, now listen, he had created them. He says, be what? Fruitful, right? So I want you to be fruitful, he says, and I want you to increase in number, Mm -hmm. right? He said, I want you to fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over every living creature, that move on the ground. Now notice something now. He said, I created male and female. He said, I wanted you all to rule. Right? This is what he says. I want you all to rule and understand this. He said, because I'm giving you my spirit. Right? Uh, Now, in verse 31, God saw all that he had made and it was very very good. It wasn't just good. It was very good. Right? So when God created you, it was very good. Right now, and I heard people say, Well, God only created Adam. Well, we're gonna talk about that later on. Alright, so when you read 139, he tells you, man, before you was ever conceived in your mother's womb, he knew everything about you. He was already working with right Now it's important. Everybody said, very, very good. Say, I'm somebody. Right now, when Jesse Jackson used to say uh, say that, Jesse said it again, right? He said, I am somebody, right? And so you got to believe that, right? Now, when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, man, it's almost like you got a power surge, right? And you don't realize who you are, man, until you understand who you are, right, and whose you are. Right, and so, and God, when God created in the beginning, He wanted them to know. Now, watch this; it's important. So now He goes and He He jumps down and listen to verse seven, because now He's going to tell you how it's done. And I want you to hear this very good. Right here, He says, then He's going to tell us how it happened. Now He said He created man uh, in His own image, male and female. He created them. So uh, somehow, uh, in the beginning, when He created the man. Uh, the woman was already inside of him, mm-hmm. right? So when he created them, they were there, right? So he intended for them to procreate and reproduce, right? Uh, let's talk about this. Here we go. Verse number seven. Uh, then the Lord God formed the man, mm-hmm. right? How did form him? From the dust of the ground, yeah. right? And then he breathed into him his nostrils, what? The breath of life. And then the man became what? A living being. So now, all of a sudden, man, God creates this dirt, and then he breathes his image inside of him. He puts his spirit. Now, he's not talking, when he says image, he's not talking about the physical. Right? Remember, it's a spiritual thing. Everybody says it's a spiritual thing. Right? So he breathed into them. Watch this. He He breathed into man. Everybody say he breathed in the man. man. His spirit, right? Once his spirit became, came into the man, the man became a living soul. now uh, he's about to do business, right? But now watch this here. Look at verse 8. Now the Lord God planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. Right now, so you talk about some people say I mean, they, they, they couldn't find Eden, man. Eden is almost like being in God's presence. He almost like he put the man right in his presence. Everybody say in his presence. Because he wanted the man to be amongst him all the time. Right now, you understand when God created the fish, right? And the waters, he gave the water, he had to have an environment in order for him to survive in. Take the fish out the water, and the fish don't survive. Take the plant out of the soil, and the plant dies. Take man out of God's presence, and he self-destructs. He kills people, right? He steals from people. He embezzles. He do all kinds of things to hurt the human family. Are you with me? right, now, hear this out. Now, watch what happens. right, so now the Lord God had planted a man, right, uh, in a garden in the east, and he put the man that he had planted, that he had formed. Now, watch verse 9. The Lord God made all kinds of trees, all right, all kinds of trees to grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden, all right, there was two trees, right? Now, he planted all these trees. It was two trees. The tree of life. Everybody said the tree tree of life. And the tree of what? The knowledge of what? He says, uh, there's a knowledge, all right, of good and evil. But there's another tree, the Erica, that was planted in the garden, all right, that was very important, right, that he talks about that nobody ever talks about. And that tree was the tree of what? Life. Now, he never, watch this, he never told them that they could not eat from the tree of life. Right, So maybe God says, listen, because I love you, he said, I want you to live forever. Yeah. He said, my plan is to run this thing, man, for a long time. Now, all these trees in there, you could eat. Listen, you can have everything. How often do we have access to so much and we want to take advantage or take something, man, that we're not supposed to have? Yeah. Even though we have access to everything else. Yeah. Right? It may have something to do with your spirit and how it can mess you up. Right? So then he goes on in verse 15. So I'm going to jump down. Here's what he says. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man. Everybody said the man. Now he's talking about gender. Right? Everybody said gender. Now he's talking about gender. Now watch what happens. He said you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Now he's talking about the male man. Everybody say the male man, Right now. Now he's, he's dealing with a gender now because he's talking about this man. He's now you can have it all. Listen to me. This is important. You can have it all, but don't touch that tree. Because that tree is going to cause you pain. Right? right. And it's going to open up something that you're not ready for. So you better leave it alone, right? So then verse 18 says, The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. He said, I will make a helper suitable for him. So now he brings in the female. right? So he's having a conversation with the male, and he's telling the male, Listen to me, right? I'm giving you some instructions, man. Watch this here. Before the woman hits the earth, even though she's inside of him. Right? Now he's giving us the order. He said, I'm giving you these instructions That's important that you understand that you need to listen to my instruction. He said, but I really brought you here so you can be a blessing. Mm -hmm. Right? Right? And you got to value what I've created. Now here's what he says in verse 22. Then the... uh, Then the Lord God made a what? Everybody said made a woman. What did he make it from? From the real. Now listen to me. Let me read this to you. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. And I will never be the same. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, everybody say incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the word of God. I would never be the same. Never, never, never. I would never be the same. In Jesus' name. Genesis 2 and 22. Then God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. All right. Now, they, they're giving us the order. Now, God had created the man and given him instructions. Then he brings the woman mm-hmm. to him. right? And then here's what he says in verse 23. Then the man, watch this, the man said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a woman, a man, everybody say man leaves his father and mother and is united with his wife and they become what? Everybody said one flesh. flesh. They almost come back. and He says something about this thing that uh, when you leave, he said a man leaves his mother and father and they come together uh, and become sexually active but really they come together and spiritually, that's why when you have sex with someone, man, you got to watch it because their spirit will get inside of you. And then you end up with a soul tie that you can't break. And you find yourself, man, having sex with somebody and thinking about somebody else. Right? Uh, That spirit and God intended for you that whoever you do it with, right, that ended up being your mate for life. That was his intention because he knew that it was going to be issues down the road. Right? And we deal with that. Now, I ain't gonna mess with that too much, so y'all stay state all you who've been stay with me. Now, so then here's what he says. And then I'm gonna teach this thing. Adam and his wife were both naked. And they what? I want you to understand something. When they came together in the innocence, and they came together, there was no shame in them. They came together. They united, man. They were so powerful that they could do anything and everything. But they had such a union together, and God wanted them to come together, everybody said spiritually. And he wanted them to reproduce him or his spirit over and over and over. Because he knew that Satan was going to come in, and he was going to be so powerful that he would destroy so much. Now watch this here. This is important. This is crucial, man, so don't miss this piece, right? The man is one of the most dangerous species that God ever created. The male man. Hear me out. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, it does not matter. Here's why he's so dangerous. Uh, One is because life is in the loins of the man. It's not in the woman. The woman is the carrier, right? Life is in the loins of the man. If all the stats, whenever you go to war, they always try to kill off the men, right? When you read the Bible, it was always the men. It was something about that man, right? Uh, uh, The Satan knew if I could destroy him, I could destroy the family. If, if, if I can mess up that man, I can mess up the family, right? He says, if I can just get him in to walk away from God, I would destroy the family. I, I don't care how strong the woman is. Hear me out, because we got some strong women, and I love you guys, and some of you guys are independent and all that, and I know you got this thing, and you're rolling, and you're rocking and rolling. But that male man is something different, right? Listen, in the business world, they don't mess with you much, Right? For real. Now, they may play with your job and your money, but, they, but that male man, they don't want him to move up there the corporate America. There's something about him when he's getting into power. It do not make a difference with you black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. People always know, right, there's something about that man. And God would call all the men together once a year and give them instruction, but he would protect the homes while he give them instruction. All right? I, I want to I want you to understand how powerful you are, right? And so, and the thing, so the woman was given to him, and then when they joined together spiritually, man, and they connected with God, man, you can't touch a family that's, watch this, that's spiritually sound. When the man and the woman is on the same page spiritually and they got a relationship with God, they can move mountains. And whenever you deal with something, I don't care who you are. Black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter who you are. Whenever somebody dealing with you in a the business man, they always want to kind of push the man out of the way and talk to the woman. They, 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 they try to get her. They want to hear her voice. And I don't care how illiterate the man is. I don't care how brilliant he is. He is the one. Right? He, he's, everybody say he's the one. Now remember this, it's important. So when you guys come together, you're a powerful force. Now here's what he says: God never said when a man and a woman comes together, a woman leaves her father and mother and cleaves to the man. He don't say that in the word. He said the man leaves his mother and father and cleaves to his wife and then they become one. Because God replicated the man really after him. right? Because he's the life giver. Right? That's why he's called the Father. Now, I know we're in a society where the people want to make man, God, non-gender, and all this kind of stuff. I understand that. But you got to remember, uh, in order for us to reproduce anything to make this earth go, you cannot do it without a man. It's absolutely impossible. Right? Now, I'm not now listen, man, you got a lot of responsibility. But I want you to understand the power of it. So Satan is trying to, when he wants to destroy their family... He destroyed a male first. Right? Now, here's the thing. Now, he may go through the woman. Remember sometimes says that if you had not messed with my heifer, you wouldn't have solved my riddle. Right? Because they go through the man, the woman sometimes, to get to the man. They, they, they may manipulate you and you think you're in control, but they're really trying to get to the head. Now, if you're the head of your own house, they're going to work through you, but they know you're weak. When it comes to that sense. So they try to break you down. And if you don't have God, listen to me, women, if you don't have God as your anchor, Satan will destroy you. I don't care how smart you think you are. I don't care how powerful you are. He will destroy you. Because listen to me. Listen, because you're supposed to have a covering. You're supposed to have a covering, right? And and God knew that, right? And Satan knows, so he comes in and he tried to destroy the family. All the stats, if I take kids right up, I wouldn't care if the daddy ain't worth a pot to pee in and a window to throw out. The mama can call him a dog, and he ain't no good, and he ain't worth nothing, right? He want to find his daddy, right? He, he, now, the only way the daddy can ruin, ruin that relationship is if he ruins it. The mama can't never ruin it. I don't care what she say about him. I don't care how she talk about him. The only way he can ruin that relationship is he got to ruin it personally. Because the more you talk about him, the more that baby girl or boy want to get to their daddy. Hear me out. It's important. I want you to understand this because the family is too crucial to this thing. And Satan is messing with our families. And he's breaking our families down. Hear me out. It's imp- everybody this it's important, right? Now, so, but God, listen, when God created you, he created you in his image. So he gave you a spirit. Now, when we fail, when Satan came in and he got him, remember this now, when he came in and he got him, just like everything else, man, he went through the woman to get to the man. When you read the Bible, when God came in and God said, listen to me, he didn't even address Eve. He went straight to Adam and said, Adam, where are you, man? Why did you let Satan mess with her? You know I told you how to run this thing. He said, you, you know I told you how this thing's supposed to go. He said, why did you do this? Well, uh, uh, she... Those, listen to me, because and, and men, man, I hope they listen to me. What happens is man has the most responsibility in the family. He's the foundation. Listen, I tell people, when a man get when a woman gets ready to get married, all right, and, and, and she and she get ready to walk down the aisle. Now, now they let their cousin baby give them away. They don't care. They're, because I like him the most. So you get, so the little kids stand up, 12 years and say, who give him away? I do. But they don't really have the power to give him away, right? So what happens is the man stands up, and the man says, I do. The father now, the father said, I do, right? He said, what do you mean, I do? He said, now I'm relinquishing my responsibility now, because the man leaves his mother and father. I'm, I'm giving you my baby, right? So now you're going to be her father. So now you're going to be her source, And her sustainer. So I'm shifting the responsibility. So now the man becomes the father of the home. Anything you father, you respond for sourcing and resourcing. Right? And and so 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 it's important, right? And so now listen to me. Hear me well. A lot of us got in trouble and we messed up and we let Satan trick us and we got in a pickle, and it was a mess in the kingdom. And God says, I understand that you messed up, and I understand the man walked away, and I understand that woman, and you all alone, and you're independent, and you have to do this here, and your daddy left you all alone. He said, but I won't. So he sent Jesus. And so when he sent Jesus on the scene, Jesus came and said, listen, stay with me, and I'll help you conquer Satan. He said, then "Then I'll be that. But he said, but you got to trust me Until you get that one. He said, don't give yourself away to nobody except me. I don't care how good they talk. I don't care how sweet they are. Don't give yourself away to nobody other than me. If you do that, then I got you. I'll cover you in every situation. Every board meeting, I'll be there. He said, I'll be your covering because your covering walked away and I won't punish you because of what your covering did. That's right. That's right. He, said, he said, I got you, right, in the kingdom. Because his thing is he wants the kingdom to go. That's why, listen, as men, uh, listen to me, as men, we call ourselves the head. But you really is the foundation. If the foundation crumbles that, Listen, I can come to your house, I can break every window out. I can knock holes in the wall and all that. They won't condemn the house unless the foundation is messed up. Right? And that man is the foundation. Now, let me, I'm, I'm going to talk to the men for a second, I'm going to get back to the women. right? So the man is the foundation. And we call him in the hood, the head. Now listen to me. Now, the, the, the head, uh, You can be in charge. But whoever is in charge, if you want to be the head, then you got to make the greatest sacrifice. Because Jesus said, right, I want you to love her like I love the church. I love the church so much that I was willing to die for it. So if I'm not willing to make the greatest sacrifice, then I can't wear that title as the head. It can't be about me. It's got to be about him. Right? And, and so what happens is, uh, so Satan is messing with us, and Jesus comes on the He busts in on the scene in the middle of the hood with all the daddies walking away and, and all this stuff, man, and all the divorces and all that. And he says, listen to me. Seek ye me first. And my kingdom. And I'll make sure you're taken care of. He said, I'll do it. Now, watch this, him. Even when you start to seek him first, everybody. us I got to throw back here. So listen, I got to show this real quick. So in event that in a family and the man is there and the woman is there, is God Christ, this, everybody said, the, this is my Bible. I am what it says. Yes, I am. Because right. now we live in a day, now everybody says, I don't care what the Bible says. I'm going to do me, right? But what it says is, it's the head. God is the head, right, then Christ, mm-hmm. then the man, yeah. then the woman, okay. right? Any event that this man, that's what I'm saying, in the event that the man walks away mm-hmm. and say, I'm not the head, I'm going to do me, he throws the family out of line. Yeah. So now God got to try to work that family back in line. Mm-hmm. As long as that family out of line, man, you got all kind of chaos and hell going on. But when we get back in the line with God, it's amazing, man, when you got a family man in line with God. Now, if you're a single mom, right, and, and, and there is nobody, and you say, listen, I'm doing this thing on my own. God, Jesus, just hold your horses and turn your life over to me and let me be until that comes. He said, hold your horses. Hold your purity. Because that's going to be your biggest challenge. Hold your purity. If you can hold your purity and don't let that spirit get inside and then you're good to go. Because if you mess around and let that spirit get inside of you, man, you'll turn your back on me. Yeah. Because then it becomes the priority. Yeah. right? And he said, I, I want to lead you and guide you yeah. in righteousness. Yeah. Because we got to defeat Satan yeah. and I need as many of you all on the right side because I want you to be ambassadors for Christ. Now, now listen, if, ooh, hey, Pastor, you mess with me now. Yeah? Now listen. So I'm, I'll be, I'm, I'm, it's, good, it's good. Everybody look at me like it's good today, right? Now, so it's important today. All right. Now this. So when you when you operate in Christ and, and He's the center of your life, everything else becomes secondary. When it's not secondary, then it's about you. Yeah. When you make it about you, then you make it not about Christ. Yeah. And then now, you got to deal with you. And it's too much mess when it's dealing with you. Yeah. You got to turn your life over you. That's why he said in 2 Corinthians, listen, when a person is born again, everybody said born, born again. That ain't a, just a term. throw around. You know, if I'm a narcissistic, egotistical, whatever, man, I got to die to that, man, in order to be alive to Christ. If I don't, that thing will keep resurrecting itself in my life. Then I'd be more narcissistic, more egotistical. I got to die to that. And listen, the only way I can get that in check, I got to have more of Jesus. The more of Jesus, the more it straightens everything out. And and so, I want to present to you the greatest king that ever lived. His name was Jesus. And what he did was, he came and did something, man, so revolutionary. He came in and he poured his spirit into mankind. Now listen to me very carefully. A lot of us know what it says. Right? Right? And know I can't operate around it, right? But yet we don't yield to him and to his word. So we lead, we got to yield to his word. This is important. I want you guys to understand this. You can't fight Satan. I don't care how smart you think you are. You can, Now, you can take the word and turn it so it fits you, right? So what we do is, man, we end up forgetting what the word of God says and do what I want because it feels good to me, right? But what happens is, man, it creates all kind of habits because what's happening? If you put a a little bit of dirt, black dirt, just a, just a little a pinch of a dirt in in a, in a in a jar of milk, a little black dirt, it's gonna mess up the whole glass, man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if you put a you you can't play with it and take a little bit of it. Yeah. You gotta take this thing and take it on. Cause Satan said, if I can get you to just let me in a little bit. You know, just just yield to me. Because it's a battle. This is a battle for the ages. Paul knew it. Paul says, whenever I desire to do good, evil is always present. He says, not I, but the sin that dwelleth in me. He said, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Right? Listen, I'm telling you what he said. He said, it's a battle. I know it's a battle. But I tell you, it's people right now can get up and give your testimony. And so they gave their life to the Lord. Right? And they was able... To stand. And they was able to hold their ground. And Satan is attacking, but he can't win. Because no weapon, watch this here. No weapon formed against you, man, when you sold out for Christ. Listen to me. You gotta be sold you got he got to be the most important. He got to be the peace. I can't I don't care what you do, I got to make sure I do what this thing. Right? And, and so we got to get our families in order because he want to mess with the family first. That's why I started talking about the mail. Uh, the reason I talked about the mail first, because the mail, if, if you read every stat, all the issues, man, is centered around the absence of the male in the home. That male not being there. That's why most people, if you don't spend a lot of time, a lot, it's going to be hell to pay Right. And that male and Satan try to get the male out of the home, whatever he has to do to get him out. Because if I can get him out, then I can conquer. Him. That's his mission. Right. So we got to fight on both sides. Right now. And we got to we got to stand strong and stand firm. And men, we got to walk in righteousness because we don't Satan, to make you walk away. You said, I'm tired of this. I'm so sick and tired of her, and I'm gone. I had a young lady. I wish she was here today. She called me on the phone. I called her. Did my you normal know check. She got divorced about three years ago. Uh, and here's what she told me. She said, Pastor During. she says uh, my husband cheated on me. Oh, she's listening, right? She said my husband cheated on me three years ago. She said and I divorced him. She said I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't go to a counselor. I didn't want to talk to anybody. She said I, I left him. She said, the worst thing I ever did in my life. She said, I'm so miserable. Every man I'm with. He said, they crazy. <laughs> he said, nobody right. He said, won't nobody, won't nobody make a commitment. Everybody want to play. Nobody want to be serious. They want to be here today. They want to do a little bit. today. Nobody's nobody serious. They're not serious. You get in, you try to get in a relationship. They're not in. Uh, uh, you know, you're good for a minute. You got to live for him and die for him. And Satan know that, right? I challenge you all today. The only way you can combat this thing and tell Satan he's a liar from the pit of hell is you got to get Jesus into your life for real. It ain't, you can't fake it. You got to be serious about it because your kid's life depends on it. If you're a single mama, your children's life depends on it. How you live matters. What you do Matters. Because you are the example to them of Christ. The kingdom is real. And God says, I love you so much that I created you and I gave you my spirit. Satan came in and snuck in, thought he had it. But Jesus said, Wait a minute, I'm sending. God said, Wait a minute, I'm sending somebody. And he sent Jesus. Now, everybody out there, and I tell everybody, I got a lot of friends, man, they don't believe in Jesus. They really don't. They said, man, I don't listen to all that bullcrap. I said, but I put him up against anything. I put Jesus' teaching up against anything. I don't care what you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what you study. I don't care what you do. I'm going to put Jesus and his teachings against anything, and it wins. And the more we commit that, the better we are. Now, if it, if it hurt, just say, ouch in your spirit. Kind of poke me right there, right? Listen, I don't care what you're doing, it don't mean that God don't love you. Jesus is going to always be there knocking, Pam, saying, listen, I still want you to do right. I, you know, I, I know it's a tough situation, but you got to make a decision. Either me, or you, because it ain't Satan. Because you either, either gonna live for me or yourself. That's tough. man. Ooh, Derek's looking at me like, man, shoot! I just got through singing. Still here? He here? He's still here, and he's saying, "Thank you." <laughs> Give the Lord a hand clap. Today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day that we have to be real and say, do I really want to give my life to Christ? Am I sick and tired of being sick and tired? Even the teenagers, the kids, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? You know, are you tired of your friends playing games on social media? I mean, you got to make 100 likes and then they still don't like you. You know, are you so worried. This is the time man, to give your life to Christ. He said, today, I'm going to give my life to Christ. I'm going to start looking at the word of God, studying the word of God, and help it transform my life. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, man, we want to walk you through it. We want to help you through it. Yeah. Fill out a card and say, Pastor, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. All right, and then I'm going to give you Margaret's number. and Margaret's going to tell you exactly where to start. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I'm going to give you a trina, and they're going to give you exactly where to start. I got some people that's they willing to show you exactly where you got to go yeah. and how to love God. Because God love you. Yes. And they're going to love you for real. They're not going to judge you. They're not going to talk about what you did in the past. They don't care about that. All they care, them. all they care, Derek, Ken, all they want to Brad, all they're going to do is tell you, man, God love you. Amen. We got to, they just, God love you, wherever you are. All you got to do is ask him into your life, right? And he'll help you clean up your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Everybody stand to your feet. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your message. And I thank you for, for how you transform someone's life out there. How today they're going to be a better husband, or they're going to be a better dad, they're going to be a better mother, they're going to be a better child. Yes. Today they're going to give their life to you, yes. and everybody that come in contact with them, they go are on Jesus' side. Thank you for them. Thank you for that commitment. Thank you, Lord, for everything you did for us. Thank you for Calvary. Mm -hmm. We don't take it for granted. So, Lord, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Touch that person right now that's that's inside their spirit. They're screaming. Saying, what do I do? How do I tell them? How do I lose that bond? How do I get rid of that friendship? Lord, show them. Create a spiritual disruption. In the name of Jesus. And then let your love pull them in. And as they transform their life, they go back and transform their friend's life. Because they will become ambassadors. I thank you. you. In the name of Jesus. So as we leave this place, never your presence. Let your Holy Spirit rest in everyone in life. We ask you to bless the offering. Bless those who have to give and those who have not. and Lord, those who know the commitment that they're supposed to make. Lord, let them continue to make that commitment in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for all your financial blessings online and in person. Thank you. God be with you. God bless you. Have an awesome day. Church dismissed. If you want prayer, the author's up front.